Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hash Talk, a podcast exploring the best of blockchain in Asia. I'm your host, Sankalp Shangari, and this is our open source attempt to bring you the latest news, narrative, and interviews with the best minds in blockchain and related technologies. So let's dive right in. Hi, everyone. Uh, Welcome to uh, Narrative Tuesday, where we are covering another hot narrative happening this week, which is uh, Ethereum and the changes to its new monetary policy as defined by EIP-1559. And what does it mean for the new uh, structure of Ethereum, the new uh, gas fee market, and, and how is it different from the current state? Uh, part two of this narrative, uh, we also want to touch on on the DeFi market and the DApps market and what is happening in there and largely uh, why we are starting to get bullish on Ethereum from, from here. Uh, so the first part is is Ethereum gas fee. Uh, as everybody knows that, that the fee is what defines the entire protocol of Ethereum, where where the miners uh, uh, acting as validators uh, earn block rewards as well as the fees that that you and I pay uh, for for conducting that transaction. Uh, however, we have seen in the past several times that as the as the network gets congested, uh, there are long delays or there are large increases in the fee because because this entire system today works on a on a simple auction mechanism which is called a first price auction uh, the miners basically select transaction which pay them the highest fee you and i mostly end up paying a, a very high fee which is which is uh, known to us but relatively we do not know what what the the what is being paid in that particular block and 90% of the time there is there we, we all end up paying a very high fees for for ethereum uh, this is this is a big flaw, uh, not not really a flaw, but but obviously you are overpaying for for the entire transaction, and and uh, you know with, with this gross overpay within the same block, even uh, you know it it, it it sometimes even doesn't take uh, the demand into account, and and unnecessarily you end up paying a high high fee. Uh, the new monetary policy, which is which is uh, EIP one five five nine of of Ethereum, uh, is is in my opinion a great tool, uh, which not only removes this minor flaws but also uh, creates a whole new monetary system. Uh, think of think of it as a U.S. Federal Reserve or any central bank for that matter, which is which is issuing money in a very uh, inflationary state uh, and and a very ad hoc way today but but obviously replacing this with an entire code of ethereum protocol and replacing it with with the burning mechanism so 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 let's let's see how how that works uh, in the new system uh, we are going to uh, uh, so so by the way new system was proposed by vitalik in 2018 and and how it works is that now we have uh, three kinds of fees 
like earlier uh, there were only two kinds of fees which was which is the block rewards for the validators and and the transaction fees which again was for the miners and validators and 100% of it used to go to the miners in this new structure what we have is something called a base fee and a tip and and then obviously the miners and the validators have their own block rewards so so the current current system uh, has a has a gas limit of 6 million uh, uh, currently uh, so so in, in this new eip 1559 they're proposing to increase the gas limit to 16 million and and if 50% of this capacity uh, is is reserve which is which is eight million of this sixteen million. Uh, uh, the higher the capacity, uh, you know, the base fee goes up, and lower the network demand or network capacity or network congestion, the base fee goes down. So this base fee basically now suddenly you can you can predict. You can you can say what it is going to be. You can you know in your wallets, in your enterprise customers, or for even for individual users, you can actually have a good idea of what this uh, base fee is going to be. However, this this base fee that the that the network earns does not go to the miners or or uh, validators. This base fee is burned. And we'll come to the burning mechanism in a bit, but 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 uh, one one would obviously ask then how would the miners um, you know uh, prioritize their work or or let's say I wanted to do something quickly, uh, you could still pay something called a tip, a tip to the miner to prioritize your your transaction, uh, something like uh, you know half a GUI or a one GUI for for your for your transaction. So basically, every transaction going forward in Ethereum will have a base fee and a tip. A tip is an optional tool for you. You could obviously permanently set it in your wallet uh, or, or you could just ignore it and let the base fee do its work. Uh, and on the other hand, the miners will, will continue to earn their block rewards as well as uh, the tip. That, that you give them uh, uh, the, the 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 base fee uh, like I said it gets burned and and all of this you know you, you end up saving uh, that that over grossly overpaying fee up to 90% of the transaction costs um, a great user experience because now every time you don't have to wait for the network congested and 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 set your fees accordingly uh, you know there's a there's a, a, a predictable system now uh, you can still jump by by paying a higher fees uh, and 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 it and it becomes a pure monetary policy like a, like a deflationary uh, mechanism where where this base fee is is uh, burned every time uh, so how how does this burning happens because uh, every time you do a transaction um, uh, uh, all the base fee is, is actually now affecting everybody equally. Either you are a holder, you are a miner, you are a staker, whosoever you are, the, by, by burning that much of base fee on, on, uh, on, on a daily basis, uh, you, the, 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 the scarcity and the supply of Ether is reducing, which adds to a long-term security of Ethereum. And, and that is how it, it helps and, and uh, creates a a deflationary mechanism for this for this pure uh, monetary policy uh, 
you don't have to make any third party gas estimations like like from ether scan or ether gas station dot info etc uh, you 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 know you 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 can more or less predict that what what your what your gas uh, base fee is going to be and and what um, and, and and obviously tip if you want to proceed um it's is 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 a simple way of of running a company where a company is saying that you know i i have expenses i have a protocol i need to make sure it's secure i need to make sure operationally everything is working and i'm charging you that base fee but but uh, but instead of uh, you know making sure for security and running instead of uh, paying it to uh, validators and, uh, for for extra security i'm i'm rather saying that i will i will burn this so that any new supply that is created at the same time we also have the burning mechanism uh, you know uh, and, and so 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 that so that at the same time while uh, security is prioritized uh, we have a minimum viable issuance uh, to achieve this uh, security uh, uh, so 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 basically ethereum will not just depend on fees for economic uh, security uh, the the block rewards continue for the validators uh, uh, but, but if the base fee was also paid to the validators that would be paying them too much uh and there is no reason to to do that at the same time uh, burning that base fee creates uh, security and and uh, and a lesser supply for ether and make it it more stronger it's is similar to what what uh, maker dow does with their stability fee uh, which burns maker equivalent maker that they earn in the interest of that stability fee um, if you if you hold maker then 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 it's your share of maker is is increasing because because they are burning maker similarly your share of ethereum will continue to increase as more and more ether is is born and as more and more uh, you know demand is there so more demand leads to more base fee means more burning which means less supply which means advantages to everyone so every day ethereum runs base fee will remove more and more ether from the supply which which means that if somebody wanted to attack uh, ethereum uh, it becomes more and more expensive for them to do so and ultimately once once uh, you know the throughput of um, 1024 times shards has has been uh, achieved uh the the burn rate uh, uh could could become uh, significant that brings us to the next topic uh, which which uh, to to two main uh, two main things uh, which is ethereum burn rate and ethereum burn issue rate these are the two definitions that you need to take care as you as you go forward Uh, the ethereum burn rate eth burn rate and eth issue burn uh, ratio uh, burn rate obviously is is um, telling you uh, how the ethereum protocol and the ethereum network is growing uh, the higher uh, the the larger the network is the higher that burn is the burn of the base fee and the burn ratio issue to burn ratio uh, if it is less than 1 that means eth supply is decreasing um so so i think this is this is a whole new uh, monetary policy where where you have uh, you know uh, significant d apps and defi uh, businesses on ethereum uh, which are the applications that are working on this money you have the new staking 
uh, modules which works like a, a credit or a bond system uh, and then you have these uh, uh, burn systems the the uh, uh, you know the the the, the new form of uh, base fee uh, with uh, the eip 1559 so that so that nobody can influence how the system works and and if users just pay as they go and and everyone is taxed uh, equally so so uh, amazing amazing what ethereum is coming up with um, uh, part two part two of this conversation like we promised is more on on what is the current state of uh, DeFi and other protocols and and obviously we we are we are seeing uh, influx of new uh, uh, DeFi and D apps coming up uh, regularly almost on a daily basis uh, with with uh, uh, with lending and interest and borrowing be the being the prime example so far but suddenly uh, trading side of decentralized DeFi businesses picking up and in some instances mix of both so if I was to look at lending you know uh, obviously compound and and dharma and all have read uh, led the race uh, for a long time but now we have we have uh, margin trading uh, on on uh, eth die kind of pairs uh, we also have uh, uh, trading and arbitrage uh, platforms like dydx uh, and and uh, dai is kind of significantly becoming uh, one one of the major uh, 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 stable coins against against the the centralized tether or or USDC USDT um, uh, new new platforms like Insta D app uh, Nuo Juno etc being born and 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 uh, being funded by by Silicon Valley and other investors. Uh, uh, there is there is a lot lot of uh, uh, on chain activity which you can see with the number of users that are that are growing every day. Uh, uh, Wire uh, recently in the U.S. Uh, a few states in the U.S. Uh, started uh, no account, no KYC, no uh, nonsense kind of uh, purchases that you can do on 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 um, uh, crypto uh, DeFi app. Uh, which is which is like a block folio of decentralized app and your ethereum account uh, acts like uh, uh, like uh, like your bank account uh, uh, the long short five time leverage uh, uh, you know like ddx a new revamped version uh, where you can not only uh, leverage trade spot trade margin trade but also borrow and lend uh, uh, eToro coming up with a, a Twitter-based uh, crypto portfolio. Uh, it's a lot of lot of developments happening suddenly, and everybody's talking about DeFi and and what what the uh, uh, apps could 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 uh, do. A lot of experiments being being done, and and we we uh, for that matter uh, are are in the middle of that Asia. Uh, is seeing a lot of those experiments. Um, we are very, very excited how this new uh, landscape is being uh, developed and how, uh, uh, you know, everyone is very bullish about it. Um, 
95% of it is being built on ethereum and 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 i uh, personally believe that that is very very bullish for ethereum uh, obviously uh, for for ethereum to 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 uh, go go upwards of 200 300 400 uh, dollars uh, uh, bitcoin has to go up uh, which which uh, all our uh, believers all our podcast guests have have predicted that that we should see uh, going up from uh, 10000 to 20000 in the in the next uh, 12 odd months so i i think uh, ethereum could have a bigger jump uh, from from uh, now up until then and and that is why from here on we are very very bullish on ethereum so thank you guys uh, have a good time and and uh, we'll speak to you again very soon thank you for listening hashtag is an attempt to bring out the best of blockchain narratives in asia you can find show notes on this episode and lot of free resources at hashanova.com if you like this and you found this valuable please share this on your social media and please subscribe to our weekly newsletter at hashanova.com thank you for listening everyone oh,